they didn't know you were here, brothers and sisters. Shalom, my beautiful listeners from across this beautiful land that we call planet Earth. Welcome to the new podcast, The Constant State, the beautiful and constant state of joy podcast. I really hope that you will enjoy this new take that I have on life, this new perspective that has fallen on my lap thanks to a series of events. Last episode was episode 100, and I did mention how I wanted to change, how I wasn't the same angry person as I always was, and how now I want to be, and I want to follow the path of true, real positivity and happiness. In this journey of finding true happiness, I decided to even change my whole identity. George Blaha is merely a person from the past, but you may now know me as the new and improved Joyce Blaha. I'm really glad that I'm here. I decided to change my name to Joyce because it has the word joy in it. And it's what I want to spread all around the world with this podcast, with my ideas, with my projects. It's just spread joy. And that's why I decided to change my name to Joyce. The only problem with the with the name Joyce is that it's just so perfect. It just describes what I want to spread to everybody. And I know that if I have a child... I'm going to call him Joyce Jr., whether he's a female, a male, or a fellow it of the universe. I'm also thinking, but what if George, I mean Joyce, the new and improved happy Joyce, what will happen if I have twins? And to that I said, one of them will be called Joyce Jr., and the other one the other child would be called Rejoice. God damn it, this goddamn fucking soundboard doesn't fucking work. No, no, no. Just listen to the chimes, Joyce. George is a fucking character from the past. Don't get mad at the soundboard. The soundboard is just as good as the humans who programmed it. Which, sure, I may want to find their addresses and mail them some anthrax letters. That is something that George Blaha, your past and former self, would say. But I'm a changed man, and what I did was I went through a series of rituals. There's this program in Puerto Rico, which name I legally, because I signed a waiver, cannot mention, but I can talk about my experience with this fellow beautiful program that completely changed my perspective of life itself. And in this program, they strap you to a chair for a week. There's a hole in the chair. There's a bucket. They strap you in that chair and they open your eyes up. Clockwork orange style. They force openly open your eyes up. And they feed you acid. LSD for a whole week 
until you finish watching all 912 episodes, including the specials of Mr. Roger. And let me tell you, that completely changed my life, dude. Mr. Roger is just a beautiful soul ahead of his time who dedicated his life to implanting great and beautiful ideas to children while they were young, to beautiful souls, just feeding them beautiful, cosmic, good karma. And here's an example of this. I love Mr. Rogers. I watched 912 episodes, and I'm planning to do the same meditational, LSD-induced meditation. I said meditation twice. I'm sorry, brothers and sisters. The LSD effects, the week long of consuming LSD, because they kept kept on doubling the dose each and every day, because if not, you'd not get a trip. So I am still in a haze. Also, by the way, off after the retreat, I bought, I wasted my whole stimulus check because my stimulus check finally arrived and I decided to raise my, waste my whole stimulus check in crystals and candles. Thank you very much, Bath and Body Works. Now my house does smell the way that the world would smell if we didn't have cars. I guess. But here's a song of Mr. Rogers that I wanted to show you guys that definitely provided some beautiful insight into my own problems and to the problems of my former self, George Blaha. Let's listen. What do you do when you're angry? Before we begin, let me say that what I used to do when I was angry was that I would really enjoy calling Disney World when I was very, very angry. When I've already wasted the amount of punches that I could punch a wall because my knuckles were just, just destroyed, but there was still so much pent-up anger left inside me, what I used to do was call Disney World and fake a bomb threat because that was the happiest place in the world. And if I wasn't happy, no one in Florida or California, I would call both would be happy. Let's continue. What do you do with the mad that you feel? When you feel so mad, you feel like biting. When the whole... He said that he, he mentioned biting, and that really was a great breakthrough, because I used to... After I punched the drywall walls on in my room... I would also bite them and eat them. It has a pretty good texture to it. Really, if you just put any sauce on it, the sauce masks the drywall flavor because drywall is pretty bland. But the beautiful texture of drywall, just crunching, just dissolving in your mouth, is just mwah. That's easily a one Michelin star restaurant. Let's continue with the video. The wide world seems oh so wrong, and nothing you do seems very right. What do you do? Do you punch a bag? Do you pound some clay or some dough? Do I didn't punch a bag back when I was 
my former self, George Blaha, but I, what I would do a lot was go to the cafeteria at the mall and I would station myself when I was really angry in public. I would station myself close to Ennis Barrow and I would target people who were really obese, like sweaty, sweaty, obese people, like people who were, who still had fresh sweat dripping down their forehead while they were inside the mall and that had air conditioned. Because yes, I do live in Puerto Rico, but we're not savages people. We do have air conditioning. And what I would do is I would station myself close to the Esparo. And whenever a morbidly obese person would buy four, five slices of pizza, and he would carry it in the tray, I would run up towards him, and I would slap the dough, the pizza, the tray, from his hand so it could fall on the ground, and I would run. And of course, I would outrun these people. This would, this, this fat person's misery would definitely, definitely filled me with a lot of joy back in the day. But that is behind me. I'm not George Blaha anymore. I am Joyce Blaha. Let's continue with the video. Do you round up friends for a game of tag? Or see how fast you go? Yeah, I would do, again, something similar. I would just run faster than all of these ginormous, gluttonous people. And I would outrun them, and I would suffer no, consequence, no consequences. And not only that, but I would feel happy, full again, until the next day when the miser misery fell back upon me. Let's continue with the video. It's great to be able to stop when you've planned a thing that's wrong and be able to do something else instead and think this song. I can stop when I want to, can stop when I wish, can stop, stop, stop anytime. And what a good feeling to feel like this and know that the feeling is really mine. Know that there's something deep inside that helps us become what we can for a girl can be someday a lady or a man mr rogers but you know again you wouldn't understand let's continue with the video and a boy can be someday a man look i don't know mr rogers if you want to really force a boy to be a man i mean that's his decision you know what i take it back i fucking hate mr rogers <laughs> That's a beautiful song, by the way. Let me be perfectly honest. No, I'm not going to do the character, this dumb, stupid character for the rest of the episode. I'm just following through on the bit that I proposed while I was fucking baked out of my mind last episode when I half-assed episode 100. Jesus Christ, people. That's a beautiful song, by the way. Like, just Mr. Rogers saying he's basically just singing about you know how we should all just take responsibility for our, for our own emotions and I, that's really ahead of his fucking time man but jesus christ now nah, i'm still george blaha i'm still the angry fuck that needs a lot of work that needs a lot of help 
that probably does need a retreat where, I don't know, man, someone infuses acid with Mr. Rogers' cum, dude, and you fucking drink it in a ceremony. Everyone's wearing a fucking cardigan, dude, and you become a new person. I don't know, man. It would have been great. I think he's dead. Yeah, Mr. Rogers is dead. But if he was still alive, dude, he should have definitely become some sort of, like, shaman, bro. And just, like, do fucking ayahuasca ceremonies. But, you know, he... What he would have to, what he would do is just like up the price of like an ayahuasca ceremony because it's fucking Mr. Rogers, dude. Do you want to trip on DMT with Mr. Rogers, dude? Someone who definitely, dude, definitely, most likely is a fifth dimensional fucking being. And by the way, how the fuck did this guy never had a sex scandal? Like the fact that this guy with his like calming voice. And his just, like, happy demeanor. Like, in this day and age, anyone who acts like fucking Mr. Rogers is labeled a fucking pedo, bro. Like, no one, <laughs> no one trusts a man like that. But, dude, this guy's squeaky fucking clean, man. But I would definitely do an ayahuasca ceremony with Mr. fucking Rogers. But anyways, I did want to talk to you guys about something about that woman in Portland. Did you guys see this shit? The woman from Portland. The picture. Like this. Her ass crack. Her average ass crack has been in all of your timelines. Okay. I've seen it over and over again. And I am so fucking tired of her average, flat, non-interesting ass crack. And I just. I I had to see the full video. <laughs> At first, at first, what I believed what happened was, so if you didn't see it, it's this, it's this lady who there was a protest at, there was a protest at Portland because there's always a protest at Portland. I don't, I don't, I think it was a Black Lives Matter related thing, a defund the police really. I did, I don't even know why they were protesting. At this point, I'm going to be, I'm done with the protests. I'm done with asking questions. I just want to fucking zone out and just not take any more information. I am so done with taking in information. My brain is so fucking fried, dude. Because I've been consuming like a fucking glutton, dude. Okay? Like a hot dog eating champion at a buffet, dude. Just stretching his stomach. I've been just consuming media like crazy. And it's just like, I'm just fried, dude. So many terabytes of information have flowed through my fucking, have been processed or half-assly processed by my neurons that I just, I'm done. I, I really need to just like tune out for a week. I need to get out of my house Get rid of my phone for a week. I, I, I don't even know how I'm going to do it. I don't have a car yet. I don't have a place to go or like I do have the money to like get out of here. But I need a car to be able to drive to like an Airbnb and like zone out for the week or something. But it's just I don't, I, I don't even care about asking for details anymore. And that's the beauty of the internet, man. We all make these fucking half-assed assumptions about everything that's happening, dude. And that's why we can't have nuanced conversations in a way. In a way, because I will say, like the Joyce Blaha inside of me, I don't want to believe that people are dumb 
Right, because everyone wants to act like, oh my god, people are dumb. You know, we're never going to get to the next step in life or whatever because people are fucking stupid. I just think that we're all been beat down, dude, by the amount of information that we're constantly processing, that we're constantly taking in. That is just like, whenever something nuanced happens, we don't have it, dude. All of our brains are fried by our smartphones, you know? And I've just, I don't know, I've, I'm, I need to tune out. So I don't know why these people were protesting. That's my whole point. And, you know, there was this protest in Portland because it's Portland. And then this naked lady with a beanie, wearing a beanie in the summer. Although I don't know how, how cold it gets in Portland. But you're wearing a beanie in, a, in the summer. By the way, any Puerto Rican that wears a beanie, fuck you, dude. Fuck every, each and every Puerto Rican that wears a beanie. You know that's unnecessary. You know that your forehead is fucking damp. Okay? You know that the front part of that beanie is fucking damp and squishy. You know that. Why do you think people fold their beanies on their fucking forehead, dude? Because so it can accumulate more sweat, dude. You need two layers to pick up all the sweat that's that's falling upon your uh, that's falling upon your dumb hat. That's falling upon your beanie because you just had to wear a different type of hat in a tropical island, you dumb fuck. People with beanies, if you're wearing a beanie and you're not sick in a hospital, you're fucking annoying, dude. If you live in Puerto Rico, I'm telling you, like, what's the point, dude? What's the point with having a mini pool of sweat accumulate inside your ear? I don't fucking get it, man. Beanies. Don't work here. Everyone wants to wear a beanie because of a whole aesthetic thing. Like, like, dude, like, just no, like, stop looking like a snowboarder, dude. It makes no sense. You don't fit in, dude. Go somewhere else. And this naked, she just appeared out of nowhere. And she, you know, there's this famous picture of her that, you know, we've all seen on our fucking timelines where she's, like, spreading her legs and showing her hoo-ha to all the cops that are there. And it's pretty funny because it's like at night. And and the picture looks pretty good. I will admit to that. The picture looks pretty good because like there's this like police spotlight that's like shining directly at her because it's at night. So there's like this like police spotlight so the you know so the officers could look at the protesters in case they want to try anything funny. And, like, the spotlight it is, like, directly shining at her vagina. And it's fucking hilarious, right? But, and, you know, and instead of this being, like, a non-issue, like, oh, look, some chick got naked in front of the cops. What's next? Everyone decided to make a big deal about it. And, you know, for a day or two, this isn't something that we're not going to be talking about this next week. Hopefully. Please. <laughs> but... It it was it was this whole thing where people were calling her a goddess. People were calling her a goddess. People were calling her the naked Athena. Athena? Athena. This fucking I, I I looked her up. It's a Greek goddess that is associated with wisdom, handicraft, and warfare. It's a goddess that is associated with wisdom and and warfare. If this woman was actually the naked Athena 
that everybody claims her to fucking be. She wouldn't just be naked and displayed her vagina, her perfectly healthy vagina in front of all these cops. No! What she would have done is get a beautiful infection. One of those fucking just untreated STDs with the blisters. You know those STDs that have the blisters with the yuck yuck juice? She would have gotten one of those, okay? She would have sliced her vagina up, made little incisions in her vagina, and she would have gotten inside the pool of an abandoned house. She would have gone swimming in a dirty lake and get that thing infected, ugly, and hard to look at. Okay, if the police is your enemy, if that's who you claim your enemy to be, why would you just display your perfectly average naked body to the officers, Missy? What's the point? Hey, guys, I'm going to get them hard. You bring the batarams or whatever the fuck, you know? Oh, hey, guys, I'm going to get all of them hard. They're going to be too busy jerking off, so light up those Molotov cocktails. Like, what's the fucking point? Why? Why did I have to see this picture over 20 times in a single fucking day? Why is this dumb cunt being praised for getting naked in front of police officers? Nothing happened. It's a non-issue. She's naked. Who cares? Like, who cares, dude? If she really wanted to do something, if she really wanted to apply some wisdom into her warfare, she would have done some psychological warfare. Okay? She would have gotten an infected ass puss and she would have started popping those infected blisters in front of the line of officers that would have made a couple of them puke that would have weakened them psychologically but that's not what she did that's not what she fucking did at least fucking be naked in your period dude at least minimum Beyond your period, if you're like one of these like super bleeders, man, like even better, bro, stick a couple fingers in, you know, stick a couple fingers in your puss, smear it all over your face, lick your fingers, disturb the officers, take a shit on the, take a shit on the street, grab the turd, insert it in your bloodied vagina, take it out. Eat it. Like if it's a dipping sauce. Do something. You know? Oh, oh, she just got naked and now she's considered a Greek god. Like what's going on here? Why the fuck is it that every time a woman gets naked, she's considered a goddess? She's considered brave? You know, all these positive adjectives are just flown at this person. But whenever a guy gets naked... Someone ends up in therapy. Why is that always the case, dude? I understand if the guy was hard because then he was like naked with intention. That makes sense. Your tears are valid if he was naked and hard, dude. 
But if he was, na- if if you, I don't know, if someone was like naked and soft, and that traumatized you, like, like just shut up, man. Like seriously, you're weak. You're a pussy, and you're a. Oh, man, I hit the, I hit a. What I meant to do was. That's what you fucking are. You fucking. Jesus Christ, dude. But I can't stay. I can't. I can't stand social media. It really is fucking. It's not. It, it's not only addictive as fuck, but it's like a bunch of dumb opinions that my brain is. It's just. It's just gonna process. If you read it, your brain's gonna process it, and then I keep on scrolling, and it's addictive too. Like I. I like it doesn't fucking stop, dude. And this is the dumb shit that I have to see, man. But every time a guy gets naked, dude, just someone ends up crying. There are tears involved, you know, and and, and there's a lot of sympathy for that person that just happened to see a, a, a soft penis. Oh, no, I didn't intend to see a soft penis of a stranger. That's just life, dude. That's just life in the fucking jungle, bro. Okay, that's what you sign up for every day you wake up. Every second that you're alive, you're signing up for something that is not in your control. You don't know what's going to happen. Get over yourself, dude. What's this bitch-ass shit where everyone's crying over a dick? It's like this. It's like whenever I see, like, I understand if you complain about random dick pics. Complain about it. It's annoying. It's disgusting. I get it. But when you treat it like if it's like the most disgusting thing you've ever seen, dude, it's a digital penis. It cannot harm you, man. Okay? Maybe. I mean, maybe if it was like The Grudge. Was it like The Grudge? Is that the fucking movie where the chick climbs out of the TV? Well, imagine The Grudge, but like in, but like it, in the form of a dick pic, dude. Like someone's, someone gives you a creepy phone call. And then, you know, he sends you a message. He gives you a creepy phone call. My penis is going to choke you to death. And you're like, what the fuck? You hang up. What the fuck's wrong with you, creep? You hang up. He sends you a picture, a text message with a, with some media attached to it. With a couple of megabytes attached to it. And you open it up, dude. And it's a dick pic. It's a syphilis dick pic, dude. A syphilis scarred dick pic. And you're like, oh my god. And you know, since this is a horror movie situation, you drop your phone out of, I don't know. Because you can't handle a digital dick. And the dick just like crawls out of your phone. And it slivers to your face. You you try to run from it. You know, you hide in the bathroom. And it's a big dick too. It's like, let's say like eight inches tall with balls. It comes out of, <laughs> it, it fucking slithers out of your phone eight inches long with its balls. And it's just like knocking on the bathroom door and you're crying, what's going on? It keeps on knocking. You're crying. You left your phone. You're screaming for help. No one's coming. The knocking stops. You think it's gone, but you don't dare to leave the bathroom. But then you hear a weird noise, a weird rattling 
on the vents. And the dick got into the vents. And it fucking breaks through the vents of your bathroom. And it, and it, and it fucking plows down into your throat and blinds you with its balls. It tails, it, it, it testicle whips you in the eyes. You can't see. You trip over the shower just trying to fight off this ginormous cock, trying to crawl inside your inside your throat. You, 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 you trip on the tub and you hit your head on the side of the shower wall and that is your demise. Like if that was a dick pic, I would get it, but it's not. It's a digital dick. Block the guy, report him. Like we need to stop, we need to start toughening up and stop being such pussies, you know, and stop applauding dumb efforts, you know. If an ugly person, if a fucking army of ugly, deformed people would have appeared that day at Portland, dude, gotten completely naked, and 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 they would have, like, I don't know, danced La Macarena or just, like, jiggled their fucking ugliness all around, that would have been much more effective than this fucking hippie that has a liberal arts degree getting naked in front of cops and feeling self-important when she didn't do anything. Okay? In fact, more cops arrived after she did that. So apparently a couple guys called it into the station like, Hey, you're going to want to say this. Hey, Bob, I heard that. I heard that you can't afford your internet bill anymore. Bring your body cam. <laughs> Dude, just a couple of cops jerking off to their body cam, to the footage caught by their body cam that night. For fucking sure. Weaponize the ugly. That's all I'm trying to say, dude. Stop being beautiful. Stop flaunting it. And, and, and stop just... Just stop feeding compliments to these people. They don't deserve it. They're not doing anything. That's all I'm trying to say. It's stupid. It's retarded. And honestly, it has to stop. Anyways, let me look for that inspirational quote. But anyways, I have a segment on this podcast where I say an inspirational quote. I love inspirational quotes. They really help me get through my week. And the inspirational quote of the week is... The supreme art of war is to subdue the enemy without fighting. Sun Tzu, the art of war. That's a really beautiful quote. And that is why this chick got naked. You know? That is why she got naked. She could have gotten a rubber bullet to the pussy. But no, she subdued those guards by showing her naked body. I mean, they still remained there and still shot, you know, those pepper bullets at anyone who got close. But I guess in her mind, you know, she's she got this ginormous pat on the back dopamine release for the week. But anyways, that's the I hope you motherfuckers enjoyed it. If you're not following me on social media, please follow me on Facebook and on Instagram, okay? If you're not following me on Facebook and on Instagram, you are being one big motherfucking. And all the information is on the description or the episode notes if you're listening through any podcast services. But anyways, um, I'll keep you motherfuckers posted. Thank you for listening, everybody. Please recommend this podcast to a friend. Peace the fuck out.